Hey guys, I just want to say first off, thank you so much for the support and everybody who just listens to the podcast and how much it's grown recently. It's just been a lot of fun to reach out and talk with everybody. And I just wanted to take this moment to all the new people that are coming in. I'm excited to have you. And I just wanted to take this moment to let you know a little bit about us. Um, again, my name is Jacob. I broke into medical device sales at, from a personal trainer with no previous sales experience. I got four job offers from top 30 medical device companies. I took the lowest performing territory in the nation for the top company in the world and took it to the top 10. I also broke in as a full line sales rep to start my medical device sales career, which has been fun. And I am now a regional sales manager for a startup. And so that's been just an absolute blast. And I'm just here to give back to you guys, hoping that this is helpful and helping you guys break in. I did just want to take this time. If you can press that like and subscribe button, if you guys are watching on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, a five-star review truly helps us grow this channel. If you guys are looking for a free 30, 60, 90 day plan that will help you guys break into medical device sales and you'll need for your interviews, please press the link in the description. You guys can sign that up on the course or just website new to medical device sales. Also, you can check out LinkedIn. Jacob McLaughlin, any of the Instagram, TikTok, new to medical device sales, where we put daily content on there, as well as join our email list if you'd like that on the courses of new to medical device sales. And then again, right there, you heard me talk about the course. We do have a course where we help people break into medical device sales. I've been able to help over 500 people at this point break into medical device sales with the top companies with and without sales experience. And if you guys are interested in, please reach out to me on one of the social medias because at this point, we are able to only allow five people because I want to make it very personal. Uh, with this, you will get modules that you will work on at your own pace. With that said, you will also have office hours where we'll be able to have contact and you'll have contact with me and coaches that will be able to answer any questions and help walk you through this whole journey of the medical device process. And then last thing I want to mention there is we don't want there to be anything holding you back, even financial. So we do have payment options that can make you get in at a very low rate uh, so you don't have to worry about finances holding you back. Lastly, if you guys ever watch on the YouTube, you will see a I broke in shirt. Once you guys break in, I love sending these out to you guys, getting pictures everywhere. But also, if you're interested in buying one and you broke in from this podcast and listening, uh, go ahead and go to new to medical device sales and you can grab one there. I appreciate you guys so much for the support and let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I am so lucky to be bringing you guys one of our guests that we've actually already had on the podcast before, but he won another President Club winning circle, whatever you want to call it. He's a President Club winner once again. Uh, today we are lucky enough to have Drew Roberts on the podcast. Drew is a four-time president club winner. He actually has 19 years in total in the pharmaceutical and medical device sales industry. And even more fun, Drew had six years in pharma, 13 years now in med device, has one president club winner as in both pharma and med device. So just so much wealth of knowledge, but even more fun, what we'll talk about today is how he won being a president club winner. Also how he made the transition from pharma to med device. As we all know, that's a very challenging and can be a challenging uh, transition. And then just also some of the advice that he would give after having almost 20 years in the industry and crushing it each year. So with that introduction, Drew, welcome to the show. 
Hey, Jacob. What's up, buddy? Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for having me on today, Jake. Yeah, man. So, so excited to have you back on. If you guys don't know, uh, there's, a, there's an older podcast that me and Drew were on probably about a year ago. Um, we did it. We did it at his house. Drew, quick little fun story. Drew was one of the first people uh, to ever meet with me when I was uh, breaking into medical device sales. I'd reached out to people, and Drew was one of the nice reps that actually was willing to get on a call and then actually meet me in person. Uh, and so we, we created a friendship. And ever since then, we've just got to know each other. And he's been a, uh, been a great resource and a great friend and just super proud to have him on the podcast because I know he's going to share a lot of value. So Drew, we're just excited to have you, man. Thanks, bud. Uh, just for everybody that's listening, um, when we get into this in a little bit, if you know, Jacob asks a question or whatever, um, there is a big difference in some of the people that call me and want to get into device sales versus others. And uh, Jacob has all those qualities that you're looking for as a rep, as a manager. Um, we'll talk about some things that differentiate certain people. We have a lot of people that call in that are almost like they're asking for a job application at a Taco Bell. It's terrible when they call. They're just, they're not the go-getter type. They're not the personable type. Um, Jacob's got all the qualities. That's why he got in. It's why he's good at what he does. Um, and I'm not just saying that as a friend, but I mean, I, I get hundreds of calls from people all the time trying to break in the industry. I have for the last you know, 19 years, once you're in, it's, it's, it's a great thing, but a lot of people call you looking for a job. And so we'll talk about some of the characteristics today, but I mean, Jacob is where he is for a reason because he's really good at what he does. Well, I appreciate that, man. You're making me blush over here. Uh, and you guys don't know, I paid him off air to say all that. So okay. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Um, but no, man, I want to get into it real quick because I, I, like I told you guys, Drew is a four-time president club winner. He just won president club winner with the company he's currently at. Again, as you guys know, we try to protect uh, where people work normally. And if you guys can go look him up on LinkedIn, but let's just say Drew works at one of the largest medical device companies in the world. Uh, everybody knows the name of it and he has been very successful. And so he was a president club winner there. He's been a president club winner at four different companies. And so with that said, he also was rookie of the year. He's been and also winner circle, which Drew, explain winner circle real quick for people that don't know it. Yeah, so one of my former companies I used to work for, um, some of the President's Club trips are not just a one-year deal. You may have to do really well two years in a row. So they, they usually take the top three reps, top five reps, and it depends on how many are in your division. Sometimes it could be 10 reps in the country out of 500. It could be three reps out of 100. Um, it's, it's kind of the top of the top reps based on your percentage growth, your, your sales dollars, all these different metrics you meet in the buckets that they give you. Um, based on those things, they qualify you. So at my former company, I, I was in cardiac rhythm management for 12 years, uh, pacemaker, defibrillator, implant sales. Um, I won rookie of the year there. And then a couple of years later, I won what's called winner circle. Winner circle is basically the same thing as winning president's club without getting the trip and the lavish things. You get the recognition, but it's a precursor in a two-year deal to win a president's club. So it's like in order to win president's club, you got to win winner circle. And then a second president's club basically gets you the president's club and you get to go on the trip. So you pretty much won five president club. Te technically. Yeah. You could say that it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's a minute detail. They, they use when, you know, qualifying people. So the, the, the president's club, I just won in my current company was also a two year deal. They don't have a winner circle, but they basically average your last year. It's 33% of your previous year's qualifications. And then 66% of this last year that just passed. And the top, the top three reps in the country get to go on a pretty sweet trip, which we can talk about sometime for people that are wondering kind of what it's like. 
Yeah, man. Maybe, yeah, if we have time, we'll, we'll dig into that. But I really want to get through a couple of things because I know your time is valuable and I really want to get as much as we can to these listeners, um, especially for the fact of, yeah. you know, you were in pharma, you were in med device. That is the one of the most common questions we get asked, you know, hey, how do I make that transition from pharma to med device? And should I even do, should I do pharma? Should I do med device? Can you kind of go walk us through the process really quick? How you got into pharma, why pharma, why you wanted yeah. to go to med device, what that journey looked like for you? Okay, so a couple things. Um, I kind of stumbled into pharma. I got out of college, like a, a lot of kids these days. I had a business marketing degree. I was going to go pre-med. Just wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and I'd already taken too many business classes. So I, I like medicine, but I also like sales, and I like people. I just love being out and talking to people. I get paid for a living to basically become friends with people and get them to use my product. It's, it's a great life, to be honest, people, for anybody that's looking to get into the business. I, I love it. Um, so when I got out, I had a friend of mine that was looking to get into pharma. He's, a lot of the people were making $25,000, $30,000 a year. And he was looking at jobs making $60,000, $75,000 a year as a pharmaceutical rep entry level. And I was thinking, wow, that's a lot of money. So I started interviewing and, and just like Jake is doing now and, and I do on a regular basis, coaching people on how to get in. This kid kind of helped me with some of the interview process and the steps. And um, I, I took a job specifically that was a precursor to get into pharmaceutical sales. I went to work for Enterprise Rent-A-Cars and Management Trainee. It's a it's a path that some people take to get into pharmaceutical sales. Um, I did that and I, I went through the steps and learned the interviewing process, tried and failed, but basically with coaching and with, with learning the process and, and doing it over and over and over, I got really good at the interviews and I landed my first job in pharmaceutical sales. Um, back to your question, I would say this. If you want to become a medical device rep and you have zero experience, I would go into copier sales, paycheck sales, something of a business to business sales to break into medical device before going to like a pharmaceuticals. That's if you have no experience. Now, if you're already in pharma and you're wanting to make the transition, this is why you talk to someone like Jacob. This is why you look into Jacob's course. It's, it's a great reason to do that because there's a lot of nuances. Medical device people do not really like pharma people. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I was a pharmaceutical rep. It was an extremely hard transition to make most of the medical device managers look at pharmaceutical reps as marketing people. You see them come in, they drop off flyers, they're there for two seconds, the doc don't want to see them. They're not as knowledgeable, it's not as critical information. They just kind of push you out the door. You're, you're basically like a glorified UPS driver, no offense to any pharma rep that's listening. I was a pharma rep. Don't send me any hate mail, I'm just telling you the truth there. But um, there are some very specific ways to make the transition from pharma. Um, and, and I can go over an example of kind of how I did it. Jake, yeah, no, yeah, man. That. I just, just to touch on that, just like Drew said, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but like we said, again, it's never any slack to pharmaceutical reps. Cause again, I have no problem with it. It's just, we're telling you what the industry thinks of pharma. Um, again, you go talk to any med device rep or manager. And a lot of times they're like, they don't do sales that they don't even work. Like just being straight up, I know president club winners and I was like uh, at pharma and I, one, one of them was my clients. So I was like, Hey, for real, like how many hours did you work a day? And she's like three, maybe. Right. But she was president club winner. And again, I'm just saying that's probably not happening in med device. Um, but the reason I'm saying that is that is what a lot of people think in medical device sales of pharma. They don't think it's a real go getter in it. And they think like Drew said, they're just marketing. So hundred percent. Um, and yeah, Drew, I would love for you to give your example because the reason why Drew's going to have such a great example is I've said this before on the podcast is most people that I know from pharma that have broke into med device sales normally was from somebody who was previously in pharma and now is a manager and they're giving somebody else a shot. That's been my experience, but I know you had a different experience 
and you actually proved why you should be in medical device sales. So I'd love to hear that story. Yeah. So basically, I mean, obviously you want to have some sales experience and some success. You know, as I told you, I, I won um, a couple of awards in pharmaceuticals. I did pretty well, but I still don't think that's enough. Um, they're looking for someone that can close business. Uh, you got to have really strong technical abilities. Um, there's a lot of smart farmer reps out there. There's a lot of people that have the potential to be good device reps. I think it's more the perception of pharma that hurts them. So, I mean, if you guys look me up on LinkedIn, um, you can find me under Drew Roberts on LinkedIn. Um, you'll see that my profile is very different from what most people will write on there. I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to stand out. That's, that's one thing. Um, likeability is the number one thing I sell in sales. If you're likable, even if the physician never uses a product, they will still meet with you every week and give you time, which gives you more opportunity to close them on business. I've seen this time and time again in my, in my life. So what I did when I was in pharma, I was really good at my job, which is first. Second, I started networking with a ton of people, as many people as I could. I started reaching out to device reps. Um, I was actually trying to get in to see this doctor in Cottonwood, Arizona. Tried forever. Big customer. Wouldn't give me the time of day. So one day I saw they were having this heart fair on a Saturday. I'm like, I'm going. I don't care if it's Saturday. I'm going to go down there and try to meet this guy. Still got a handshake. Didn't really care. I see this guy in scrubs. It was like the best of friends with this guy. I was like, how do you know him so well? He's like, I implant with him three days a week. I'm his pacer rep and we do really well. Got the guy's card. Started networking with him. Started networking with other reps. Found out who the manager was. Started networking with the manager. Manager would not return my calls. Started emailing the manager. Dropped off a brag book at his office. Very professionally. I didn't, I don't cross any lines with people. I always tell people you want to be professional and persistent without being annoying. Yep. Page the manager at a meeting, didn't return my call. Finally, downtown with a customer that's a really big cardiologist in central Phoenix. Um, very well-known guy. Everybody knows who he is. I just became friends with him. The likability part, like I talked about. I sat down with him at lunch. I always did what he asked. I wasn't too pushy. I wasn't trying to hard close the guy. I just wanted to add value to his practice. So I went to him one day and I said, listen, there's a manager for this company. I really want to work there. I've tried everything. And I said, someone like you with just how big of a name you are and stuff. I said, I'd, I'd love to have a recommendation. He goes, hold on a second. Picks up the phone at lunch. And this is because of my two-year history with this guy building this deep relationship. He called the manager and said, I got a Drew Roberts with me. Um, he's a really good rep. He's always in here, does the right things. I really like him. And I, I work with your team all the time. I think you should give him a shot. 10 minutes later, I left lunch. Phone rings. It's the manager. Manager's like, how in the heck did you get this guy to call me? He's one of the hardest guys to get to know in the city. How'd you get to know him? And I said, hey, man, I do the same thing with everybody else. I try to be likable. I try to do the right things. And I work really hard. And he's like, why don't you come in and meet with me? Met with him. Met with him a week later. Got a job. Made me an <laughs> offer. I love it, man. Like, I just can't help but like grinning ear to ear when listening to that story. Because, man, like, it, again, it shows why you're a four-time president club winner. It shows why you've had so much success in this industry. And I hope you guys heard that story of Drew didn't sit on his butt and wait for things to happen and then feel bad when he sent out five emails and nobody responded back. Like all he talked about is how he worked hard, was persistent and just didn't quit. And that was like his story. And again, Drew is very skilled and very likable and very easy to talk to. And he has all the other qualities, but like, that's the thing I really want you guys to hear. And we talk about on the podcast is, you know, like, you can't just be somebody who tries once or twice and gives up. 
because welcome to sales. And that's how Drew was able to, to get his foot in the door. So again, man, I just love listening to you. I love lo- listening to your stories and like how you've had success because it, it, there's no doubt and there's no reason why like you watch you and why you're successful, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I mean, I tell people this all the time and Jake, you know this because you're, you're good at what you do too, bro. Like I, it's, it's really not hard. That's what I love about sales, but it, it, it takes a lot of work and it takes yep. persistence. You're going to get a lot of doors closed in your face. Yep. A lot of people are going to tell you no. I've had a customer. I'll give you another example real quick. When I was a pacemaker rep, there's this big account with a couple of cardiologists. I had grown my territory everywhere, but I couldn't get these two guys. And I was just like, I don't know what I was, you know, beating my head against the wall. Very professional, kept doing lunches and, and trying to take them out to dinner and try to do cases. And every once in a while I get a case, like a, a battery change or something, I go work with this guy. And finally I said, you know what? Hey, I know you guys have a 10-year relationship with this other rep. I also know that the the docs like uh, previous training and history was trained by that company. He's got a lot of relationships and ties there. And I said, Hey, listen, if I can't be your number one, I'd like to be your number two guy. And I said, maybe one of these days, you know, if something ever changes, I'd, I'd love to help you out and do stuff. You know, every once in a while, the rep was on vacation to give me a case, start working my way in there, just getting my way in there. Persistence, 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 being professional. People don't realize this, the ancillary staff in an office, you buddy up with the scheduler, the, the manager, everybody starts to like you. They start talking about you to the doc. Doc's like, I just hear about you all the time, right? Start getting a couple more cases. Soon, soon enough, within like a year and a half, this rep is kind of phasing his way out. He's thinking about maybe transitioning into a different field. He's burnt out on the pager. 75% of the business is mine. And all it took was just not giving up and just doing the right things. And I always tell myself, it's not a matter of if I'm going to get the business, it's when. And you have to have that attitude. It's just like when people call us, Jake, to get into the industry, they're like, you know, are, are you guys hiring? And you tell them no. And they're like, okay, bye. And they hang up. And you're like, those people should not try to get into medical device sales. If you're going to give up that easily, it's not for you. Yeah, I was going to just say, I just had a call today. And, and you, we, you and I talk about this off air. So it's a perfect transition yeah. to kind of go into it. But that's like, we talk about all the people who call us because we like, by this time, I get hundreds of people per week. You get hundreds of people per yeah. month. Like you get sure. people who reach out to you and, we know it. And it's like, I, I just made a LinkedIn post today about, you know, like most people that I'm seeing not break in. It's the people who come and they're lazy. They're entitled. They think they're owed something and they blame others for why they're not successful. And it's just like, basically they just a lack of accountability. And then they just give up and it's, it's because people are too spoiled and too entitled. And that's why they're not breaking in. Because like you've said, I've said, Again, this is what we, this is why I love competition, right? It's like if you go up, if we're going for the same job, we both think we're going to win, and we're both going to do everything we can to win, and we're going to crush each, like crush each other. We're friends, but like that's what it is. And oh, yeah. if you don't have that mindset, I don't know if you should do sales because some people can come in and do it, but like you and I have talked about this before, we don't do things to just like do it and be average. You know, like if I'm going to do yeah. it, I'm going to commit. We're here to go all in. And I'm going to hear, I'm here to crush it at everything I do, just like you. And that's why you've had so much success over the last 20 years. Yeah. I'm one of those people. If someone tells me that I can't climb Mount Everest, I'll have a Sherpa tomorrow and I'll be training with an oxygen tank on. And within like two months, I'll be trying to scale the bottom of the mountain. I mean, I just, I don't like, I don't mess around when it comes to competition. I love to compete against people. There's a hunger inside of me. It didn't matter if it was sports when I was young or board games, I hate losing. And so when I, when I do sales to me, it's fun. It's like a competitive way to use my skill set, which I feel like is my personality and my ability to build relationships, you know? Yep. 
And I get paid a lot of money to do that. Yep. <laughs> if I do it well, it's like, it's a no brainer for me. A hundred percent. It's like that. I always joke around. It's kind of like checkers and chess. Like there's going to be sometimes it's easy moves. And then there's sometimes you got to be real strategic and go, but just, just going on that conversation that, you know, we talked about, you know, a lot of people call us, a lot of people reach out and you guys like, that's the biggest thing is like Drew talked about, we can tell right away with just who you are. If you're hungry, if you're one, like I I've said this and again, I've said this on the podcast. I can tell now within 30 seconds, if somebody's going to break into this industry or not by just the energy, by who they are and by what they bring uh, to the conversation right away and how they handle themselves. Now, because I've said that on the podcast, literally everyone who calls me within a minute, they're like, so do you think I'm gonna break in now? Um, you know, I probably just like, I'm not going to say right away, but like, that's just the conversation you guys is like, you either. I don't want to say you either got it or you don't got it. Some people just need some helping and that's, and that's fine. But the biggest thing is you're either going to go in, you have a attitude of I'm coming in, I'm, I'm going to make it. And like, again, that's why I broke in because I was like, I don't care if it takes me two years, I'm going to be in this industry and I'm going to break into medical device sales. You just have to have the long game. And, and I was just talking to this with a colleague of mine. It's not a sprint and it's not a marathon. It's like a mile where you're keeping a really fast pace. And then that last one, you're kicking it into full gear. And it's just quick, right? Like there's going to be some moments you're sprinting. There's some moments you're at a pace, but the pace isn't a slow jog. You're still going fast, but you just have to be able to weather the storm. And I think that's the way you guys should think about when breaking into this. I've said it a million times. It's a roller coaster going up and down, but yeah, you just got to be ready to bring it. So again, I want to go into that more with you because Drew, you got people who reach out and you have 20 years of this, you know? What, what is your kind of advice? You, ha- you have a bunch of people reach out to you. What do you kind of see from the people of doing this of like who breaks in and who doesn't? Like, again, like you said, you, you took the time to sit down with me and I know you don't do that with everybody. And so I'd l- just kind of love to see, you know, with the people that you've had reach out to you over the years, kind of what you look for and how you can kind of tell if someone's going to probably break in and be successful in this industry or not. Yeah, I think a lot of it is attitude, personality. Like Jake, when you call me the first time, very personable, super easy to talk to, um, very conversational, which is how you have to be in sales when you're talking to someone, you know. Um, you want someone that's excited about the job, that's hungry, that's not calling you to ask, you know, like, like it's like a job application. You want someone that really wants to do that. Um, there's a very rewarding side to the medical device field too because patient care, I mean, I, I implanted 2,500 plus devices in people's chest that had a heart rate of 15 beats per minute. And the next morning they're sitting up and they're with their family and they're normal again. That stuff is very rewarding. And it's great. You, you want someone that's passionate about it. You want someone that really is, is truly interested in getting in that just is going to take it seriously. And there's, there's different types of people that call, you know, this, cause I get calls all the time too. You get a lot of people that they're not go-getters. They're not hungry. So here's the thing that I'll tell everybody that's listening right now. If you're hungry, you're personable, and you're a go-getter, even if you don't have the experience, Jacob and I can coach you through the interview process because there's some very specific things people don't realize. I'll give you an example. I told this to a, a girl I was helping out the other day that's trying to get in. If you're working for a sanitation company and your resume says garbage man versus sanitation engineer, I can tell you right now whose resume I'm going to look at and who I'm not. There's some very specific things with resume coaching that we would go over with you. There's very specific things with how you handle the conversation. There's very specific things on how you answer a question in a, in a, in a device interview. Yep. There's a very specific format they use, and every device manager looks for that. Yep. We coach on how to answer the questions, how to get there. There's going to be a lot of you that are going into an interview, and you have 
zero medical device sales experience. And you're competing against reps that are specifically trained in that area that already have relationships and already have experience. And guess what? I've coached people to beat those people into device sales. Jake has too. There's very specific answers you can give. And the only way you get that experience is someone like me and Jake that, I mean, I interviewed 20 times before I landed my first device job. One time I, I went through six interviews, got the job offered to me. And then a company overnight bought that company and already had a rep. And I got moved to the back of the line. Basically, they, they took the rep instead of me. The only reason I know what I know is because I've been doing it for 19 years and I've, I've sat in on interviews. I've actually interviewed people myself. Yep. So I know that's a really long answer, but what I want to tell you, Jake, is just the hunger and the drive and the personality is the biggest deal. If you're really serious about it and you take serious what we tell you, you will get in the industry. Yep. I have no doubt about that. 100%. And I, and I just want to talk on a couple of points that you made, because you made so many good points right there is just number one is like, I just had a call with a, a group yesterday and it was just talking about confidence, right? Like, as we all know, I'm probably a pretty confident person. Um, cause I've just done stuff. And like, I've told people, if you're not confident, it's probably cause you haven't kept promises to yourself. So if you tell yourself you're going to wake up at four, you better wake up at four. If you said you're going to read a book at five for five pages, you better read that book. No matter if it's 11 o'clock at night, all that confidence come comes from is putting yourself out there, but also keeping promises to yourself. But with that said, you know, we all, like Drew says that the amount of people that call me who act like it's a job and it's a drag of them trying to break into medical device sales, like a gun is pointed to their head and they're like, yeah, do you know of any jobs? I'm like, no, you're never going to break in, man. Like, cause, cause you're not excited about it. You got to be Jack. Like when I called these people, because I knew the next person I talked to might be that person breaking me into this industry that I was so excited to break into. And that's just how you have to look at life and be reaching out to people. And that's what I tell people. That's how I can tell if someone's going to probably break in or not real fast is if, do they have the energy? Are they a go-getter? Are they a person who wants it? Are they a person who's just a drag to talk to? Because if you're a drag, I don't care what I teach you. You will not break in because you just don't want it. And nobody wants to pay attention to you, you know? And so I wanted to say that. And number two, exactly to Drew's point about the, you know, the reason why there's wealth and courses and other things, again, this isn't a plug for that, but just to talk about it is like, you're just saving time because there's no way you're going to know that without getting 20 years experience. And that's what Drew has, right? And Drew's done it and he's seen it and he's lived on it and he's done interviews. But I say that because exactly what Drew said is like, you don't have to go get that sales experience. You don't have to go get that medical device company or medical device sales experience or B2B sales experience. If you know the right answers and how to go through the process. And again, that's what we've teached on this podcast for the last two years. It's what we teach in the course because my job, and again, Drew helped me through this process when I first was getting in was I was a person who was 25 years old, personal trainer, zero uh, experience. And I beat out a person who had 10 years experience and was a president club winner in medical device sales. That's who I beat out. Right. And it was Drew. And just to give you guys even more, the company I'm with now and that I'm now the regional sales manager for, I was told I beat out 500 people. The people, again, I beat out were president club winners and they all had 10 plus years experience. I had under two. I'm 27. My colleagues are over the age of 35 and 40. Right. Why am I getting chose for that? It's because, again, what we're talking about is you have to know how to answer. You have to know how to bring yourself to an interview, what to expect, and what can you do to stand out to show them that there's not even a question in your, their mind that you are the right person for this job and why you will be successful when you get hired. I want to make a comment there, Jake. I think um, you guys see Jacob's energy, and, and I, I have the same energy when I talk to customers all the time, and 
if, if you guys contact me on LinkedIn or, or we get to talk in person, you'll, you'll see the same person that I am now. That's just who I am every day. I wear my heart on my sleeve. But your energy in front of a manager and your energy in an interview, that's a reflection of what you're going to be out in the field for them and their, and, and their, their products, the company. Yep. So if you call in, you're like, hey, uh, you know, I was looking to get into the job. I can tell you right now, I, I, I would even give you a second look if I was a, and I'm not saying that in a mean way. It's just that I've been in the field for so long. Likeability is what gets you in the door. Yep. Learning the trade is what gets you to the next level. And then the things that we've learned and, and teach, that's how you get to President's Club year after year after year. But that energy is such a reflection that you, you have to be a go-getter and you, you have to set yourself apart from, you know, sometimes thousands of people are applying for one job. Yep. It's hard enough to get your resume in the door, but then to make yourself stand out. And I, I got to tell you, I've done this three, four times in interviews. I've done little nuances at the end of interviews that has just blown the competition out of the water in terms yep. of closing the deal. I walk out of there knowing every time it's like, this is my job and no one, no one in this freaking room is going to take it from me. A hundred percent, man. And that's what I love. Like, that's why I love talking to Drew. As you guys can tell, we're like such good friends, but it's, it's that energy. Like when we talk about it, it, you guys saw my podcast and you saw my video, my YouTube video of actually when I like got the job and all that, I knew when I left that I, that the, my CEO winked at me. I knew I had the job before I left the job, right? Because I knew everything that I had done up to that point, but exactly to Drew's point, I just talked to a person on the phone again from LinkedIn, from the podcast that people reach out, right? And they're like, I told them that I went up against 500 people and I won, right? You want to know what their comment was is, see, that's so discouraging knowing that there's that many people. <laughs> no, man, that's the fight. That means Wrong I answer. Just, yeah, exactly. That means I'm better <laughs> than 500 other people. And that's what we live for. Right. And that's why me and Drew laugh at that comment is like, if you don't hear there's a thousand other people and you're like, let's go. Like, this is my job, please. Like. Maybe you break into med device sales, I don't, but I promise you, you will not be a killer because guess what? When you get up and I'm looking at my list right now with uh, where I used to work and you see 60, 70, 100 territories, if you don't have the mindset of I'm going to be at the top of that list, you're already done. Like before the, the years ever got, whatever quota you've ever got, if you don't have that mindset, I'm already at the top and I don't care what my number is. I'm just going to reach it. You're not going to crush it. And it's the no different than going in this, what I've said to you guys a million times, you got to do the good job to get the job. But what we teach about in the course and we teach about here on the podcast is to you guys is everything we're teaching you to do to break into medical device sales is what you will actually do when you're in medical device sales to be successful and to, to be like Drew, a president club winner. Because everybody thinks it's this magic different thing, but it's just doing the same thing over and over. And I was just watching a, a video the other day of like some motivational can you be per persistent? Persistency is going to beat talent every single day because as you heard in Drew's story, it took a year and a half. Most people won't give three months. Half of you guys listening won't even give three calls, right? Like that's the difference that will help you stand out and how, help you break in and be successful is being persistent, bringing the energy, being hungry. And just when you hear the opportunity to break in, you don't care if it's a million people. You're like, give me a shot because I want that. That's when we know, okay, this person might have something. Yeah, to your to your point, I'll I'll give you guys a story, right? There's it's it's kind of like the glass half full and the glass half empty. It's all perspective, right? You have the one rep that's like starts out, he's got no business, and his two competitors have seven, eight, ten million dollars of the business. One rep 
who's the rep we're not fond of, is going to come in and be like, oh, they got 10 million. I got nothing. It's going to be hard to do this. Then you got someone like me or Jake that steps in and we're like, well, that means there's $10 million on his plate. It could be in my plate. If I go out and fight, I'm the type of guy that's like, give me Goliath. We're going to fight. I, I, I'll give you an example from my territory. When I started out as a uh, pacer rep, I took over a dog of a territory. It was doing $500,000 in business, which I know to a lot of people sounds like a lot of money, but in the medical device field, that's nothing. Yep. This part of the territory belonged to two president's club winning reps that were doing $11 million in sales. But this one section of the territory, they could not move the needle. And there was a lot of potential there, but they just, the customers didn't like them, whatever. They couldn't develop the relationships. I told my bosses, give me the territory, man. I want it. Took me, took me three years to build it. First year I did like, I think I took it from 500,000 to 1.2 the first year, 1.2 to 1.7 second year, 1.7 to 2.5 third year, one winner circle maintain that one president's club now here's the deal. most people be like oh this territory is too hard the two president's club winning reps couldn't get there and i was like it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when i'm going to get there yep i did the same things other reps were doing more efficiently with better customer service more professionally got to know the staff got people to like me all of a sudden you have these top dogs that are like man some guy just took a 2.5 million dollar bite out of my rear end and I'm sitting over here enjoying every minute of it. And I'm not saying that to brag or saying, I'm just saying what I'm telling you people is persistency, likability, it, it'll give you everything that you're looking for in sales. Yep. It's a, it's a really great job. You just got to do it the right way. And that's what we're here to help you guys do. Exactly. It's, it's amazing what can happen. And like, this is what I always tell people because I'm all about it. And, and you are too. This is why we get along so well. We not, it's, you always hear work smarter, not harder. But you know what happens when you work smarter and harder? <laughs> you crush. Yeah, you cry. You you become a president club winner. That's what happens, you know. And so, like, that's yeah. what we're here to talk about, you guys. So again, man, like again, that's so invaluable. And if you guys can, please just go back and listen to it because I again, I want you guys to hear that there's a common theme. But like with Drew, with a mindset of a president club winner and a multiple president club winner how he thinks how he's doing stuff to separate himself not only when he broke in but also how he's given back and helped other people break in but how he comes and attacks each and every situation again he's been in it with 20 years and look at he's still making president club winner because he's still that way right the reason i'm just saying that is the amount of people i know that come in get in for a couple years and then they just like do enough not to get fired but don't really want to like go crush it because they just want to live a easy life again that's okay that's a certain type of person cool go for it that's not us like we're not we want to we want to crush in everything we do and that's just what it is and i hope you guys are and just being honest i know you are if you're listening to this podcast because of how we talk and how i talk uh you definitely want to listen and still be listening uh if you're that way because you're probably uh be offended or not like how i said something so that's why we get people hired and that's what we go with um so again with that drew so we talked about some advice we talked about you being in pharma and how you made it. Now, the real thing I would just always love to ask is, you know, we're going to have a lot of people reach out to you and I, and I already know that, but like, what's some of the best advice that you can give to someone that, cause, cause I already got it today. We talk about it every single day on every podcast that over, there's been over a hundred episodes. You've talked to hundreds and thousands of people at this point in your life. And you say the same thing and people still ask you the same question, but they're going to ask you, what can I do to get high or get hired and break into medical device sales? What's the answer okay. that you're going to give them? Yeah, I mean, first of all, 
I want to say this because like I've been in your shoes, like everybody that's sitting out there like, well, I want to break in. I want to break in. I tried breaking in for like two and a half years when I was a farmer rep and it wasn't easy. It was hard. And uh, it just, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of trial and error. It took a lot of persistence. It took a lot of learning. Um, but I, I have a heart for you people that are out there because I've, I've, I've been there in my shoes, you know, before it's, it's hard, it's hard. And so I want to give back. I know Jake is in the same thing. He's, he's helped hundreds of people get in now. How many are you up to now? So I'm over 500 that I know of, but the, the fun thing is about that guys is like the amount of people, like I just met someone the other week uh, at a hospital, didn't know them. And they're like, you're the reason I broke in all your stuff never reached out, never knew anything, but like you get to meet them on those streets. Now I've met people just here in Phoenix going around, but yeah, to your point over 500 that I personally know of. Yeah. So I give you guys the same advice I gave Jake. I mean, first of all, use your strengths and your personality. Call someone like me, reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm here to help. I mean, Jake's here to help. That's why Jake is doing what he's doing because we, we know the process. We know how to do it. We also know how to be successful once we get you in the door. Yep. Um, but I would say reach out. Networking is, is the biggest thing you can do. A lot of people just sit on the rear end and, and they don't do anything. You got to reach out to people. Um, you're going to get some reps that aren't going to want to talk to you. But people like Jake and I, we love talking to people like you guys because we know what it's tell. like. Yeah, we, we know what it's like. We want to help you out. Um, there's enough, there's enough um, fish in the sea for everybody. Believe me, there's plenty of business. I mean, 100%. think about how many hospitals and devices and clinics are out in the world and how many people it's, it's a huge number. It's a great field to go into. Um, you know, talking to us, networking is one button up your resume, which we can help you with as well. There's a lot of nuances that, you know, getting your interview set up in the first place is going to be really hard. That's what we'll coach you to get you into the actual interview process. And then at that point, it's going to be very specific methodology in terms of going through the interviews and getting to the final steps. I just helped a guy last week close the six interviews, getting an offer this week. Great company. Love it. You know, uh, there's a lot of ways to do things, but we'll tell you some specifics to basically make you stand out from the competition. 100%, man. And, and to, just to mention, because you and I talk about this off air, I know you also helped another person get an interview like that, because when you've been in the industry long enough and you have some relationships, you can kind of, you might have some opportunities when you have somebody you really trust and yeah. For, for example, I'll give you an example. Um, the company I previously worked for, I worked there for, you know, a long time, 12 plus years, um, and have a lot of relationships there still. So another thing with networking with people like myself and Jacob and, and walking through what we're telling you, we got a ton of connections. You know, I know people from orthopedics. I know people from cardiac rhythm management. I know coronary, you know, vascular. Um, I know physicians in multiple different fields. I, I called it a favor this week. I, I had a friend of mine who's a clinical manager had three open positions. And he's like, he's interviewing 500 something candidates. He's looking through resumes. And I was like, Hey, I got a, I got a candidate. I think it's really good. Would you, would you give this person a shot? And he said, sure. So there's a lot of ways, you know, to do things, but I mean, Jake and I want to help you with what I'm telling you. Yep. Um, please reach out to us and, you know, we'll walk you through a lot of the nuances of, of how, to, how to get in. And again, I know you said LinkedIn, uh, Drew Roberts, uh, guys, for you can look at the description in the YouTube or podcast, wherever you guys are listening to, it's going to be there. Any other places that you would like them to reach out to or calls or anything? Um, yeah, I mean, all my stuff's on there. I think you can probably get my contact information off yeah. of LinkedIn. If not, yeah. you can message me on LinkedIn and I can text you my cell phone number. Yeah. 
um, you know, I'm available. We can, we can chat a little more. I mean, I, I talk to several reps a week, I would say people reaching out just trying to get advice, resume help, um, interview coaching, um, even searching for what field is good for you. I mean, I'll tell you right now, there's, there's so many different fields in the, in the medical device. Some people that are young and single and hungry and they want to make a lot of money, you may want to go into trauma. You may want to go into cardiac rhythm management or something that you may carry a pager. You may be on call for surgery, but if you're a go-getter, you can do really well. If you have the lifestyle to do it, other people may be married with kids or, or have a relationship and they're like, Hey, I want to do device, but I don't want to, I don't want to be on a pager. I, I mean, I've lived both lives. Believe me. Yeah. I carried a pager 24 seven for 12 years. Um, I've done surgeries in the middle of the night. I've driven to the ER at two o'clock in the morning and came home and slept an hour and went right back to work. I know what it's like. So we can also help you with figuring out what field is good for you. What, yep different possibilities are out there there's hundreds of thousands of jobs that you can pick from which is nothing we can help you with too i was gonna say preach so many people have this scarcity mindset of there's not enough and there's more than plenty um you just got to be able to go find it well drew man thanks again so much for jumping on with us truly appreciate your time yeah no problem man thanks for having me on as always yeah i love love being able to have those conversations and for everybody listening Uh, If you can, press that like and subscribe button. A five-star review helps us grow this podcast. If you guys are listening to us on YouTube, a like will help us go and subscribe. Like I said, a five-star review. But also, I broke in shirts. If you guys are watching on YouTube, this one's red today. Uh, They are on the website. If you guys break in, that way you guys can get pictures. My goal is for you guys to take these photos, be excited, post them on the website, post them all over the social media, uh, be able to get that for every single person I'm super excited about and just get them cool places and know that you guys broke in. Uh, Reach out to me on LinkedIn or at Jacob McLaughlin and also new to medical device sales on literally everything that you can think of for social media, TikTok, Instagram, all the above. And if you guys are interested about the course, breaking in. We, like I've said, we've helped over 500 people. We just got a couple more people in the course broke into medical device sales. Feel free to reach out to us. We can get a Zoom call scheduled and we will